want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
starting off, episode 176 was Black Braid from the Wilderness of the Adirondacks in New York State. We heard the song Sekandaga, which is coming off of their just released album, Black Braid 1, came out on August 26th. Awesome. Indigenous metal. Yes. Fantastic. Mm. And then we went into newly released Scoletta with the song Capturing Nostalgia. Yes. Hi. Hi. We haven't talked in three weeks. We haven't. Here we are. Yeah. Maximum Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> what was that show called? I can't remember. Um, How did you even find it? Oh my God, it was so bad. It was a random Netflix it was a Bill and Ted ripoff. Yeah, kinda. I don't. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was one of those. We were just looking for something that was like twenty to thirty minutes to watch. Yeah. Before bed last night. Yeah. And yeah, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was yeah. Maximum Stoke. <laughs> Bring in all the Stoke. <laughs> I'm sure someone listening will know what we're talking about. I don't know. Maybe Brian. Yeah, maybe. He told me about... Um, so Notorious hasn't been feeling great. Mm-hmm. I posted it on Facebook, so I don't. I won't go into it. Mm-hmm. But um, he told me about this cat documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really want to watch it. Mm. What is it? Inside the Mind of a Cat or something like that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping it wasn't going to be don't fuck with cats or whatever. Do you no, that? yeah. But mm-hmm. I can't. Nope, we I, have not watched it. No. And I know how he, Brian feels about cats. Yeah. Like, I know I really enjoy Gummo, but Brian doesn't like Gummo because of the cat stuff. Yeah. Which I don't blame him. Yeah. But, um, so I'm guessing, or I would have guessed that, that he didn't watch. He didn't recommend yeah. that movie. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. Yeah. Okay, let's watch it. Yeah, I think it's like all about cats and their behavior and what they think is happening. Hmm. Why do they put their asshole in your face? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um. So, how's your week? My week has been. It's been fine. Yeah. Just fine. Good. Yep. Yeah. There's been some downs. Yeah. But we won't go into that. There's been some ups. Um, yeah. <laughs> we were coming off of three straight weeks of guests. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. It was fun. It Great was, guests. Yes. It was a lot of fun having Nicholas and Selena yeah. in studio. Yeah. We're gnome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a On This Day in History. Okay. Hurricane Katrina slams into the Gulf Coast. Coast. Gulf Coast. <laughs> Gulf Coast, eh? <laughs> <laughs> On this day. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> uh, we're not making fun of the event. No. It was tragic. Yeah. We're making fun of... Me. Our Talking. Se- ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, despite being only the third most powerful storm of the 2005 hurricane season, Katrina was among the worst natural disasters in the history of the United States. Hmm. Devastating. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they're still like cleaning up from that. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. Weren't they? Um, I think I remember they were selling. They were trying to like sell real estate, like homes there. For like a dollar after that, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Just in the hopes of people buying them and flipping them, right? Yeah. And making it livable there again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of lives lost. Yeah. A lot of lives destroyed. Yeah. I can't imagine like the things that, you know... The things that bother us that we're affected by yeah, are very, they're nothing compared to that. Well, it's all perspective. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I always say, like, we don't have the nicest weather Mm -hmm. in Western New York. Although we've had a pretty kick-ass summer. Yeah. Um, We're going to pay for that, though. Yeah. (laughs) But I've always said, like, I'd rather deal with a blizzard than deal with a tornado or a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Those things are frightening to me. Yeah. I remember when I had to travel to um, Kansas City for work. Mm-hmm. There was a storm there, and we all, they had, like, these designated areas as yeah. shelters in the building, and we had to go, like... Mm-hmm. lock ourselves mm-hmm. in there for 40 minutes or something it's crazy mm-hmm. scary yeah actually now that i think about it that happened to me in colorado too oh really yeah the sirens went off we didn't have to go into the storm i remember area um when i, I used to work out of town a lot and working in oklahoma city and yeah that was scary to me i didn't like that yeah um I remember being in my hotel one evening and I felt like I almost thought you don't feel a hotel shake, a giant hotel, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it did. And I thought that must have been in my head. But then the next day I found out that there was a small earthquake. Or did you put a quarter in your bed? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Shall we play some tunes? Yeah, right after this. Okay. I need to know if you've heard this news. Oh, okay. It's super exciting. No, good. Um, Have you heard that Lou Ferrigno, you remember the Incredible Hulk? Of course. He is now an honorary police officer with the Syracuse Police Department. Okay. Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know how it happened. Why did it happen? I he claims that like he wanted to give back to the community. I don't know why. He I guess he was born in Brooklyn. I don't know what the tie to Syracuse is. But he said I wanted to be an officer because I wanted to give back to the community protecting life and property. Okay. So, hold on. Does he live in Syracuse? No. 
No. He likes the town of Syracuse. Are you on onion.com? No, or it's not onion. This is uh uh central cnycentral.com. It's like a new site. I don't know why I actually find this very distasteful. How is he giving back to the community? I don't know. He doesn't even live there. He says, I just love going to the town, especially the people here, because you can't get the New York out of you. So when I go to the different shops and places, I feel like I'm back home. How does that make him a police? How is he protecting and serving? Give Lou a break. Let's play some tunes. Well, what would you like to hear? Turbocharged with the song Piss Stigmata <laughs> off of their upcoming album, Alpha Beast, Omega God. And this is coming out on Emancipation Productions, October 14th. I'm going to give you a piss stigmata later tonight. Leave me out of this. <laughs> then after that, we're going to hear Sulfuric Hatred with the song Flayed Upon Horn. This is coming off of their 2022 demo out on Transylvanian Recordings. And then reincarnated from Thailand with the song Ophiuchus Crypt off of their, I'm going to do my best, of Buoti's Void Death Spell. Nice. Thank you. And this is on Inhuman Assault with a release date of September 3rd. We're a little out of practice. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Sorry. 
This is Mama Nat, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian. Ben, keep it up, or I'm going to beat you with my dildo. And it's probably going to be the big one.
All right. Have you missed my facts? Of course. Well, you're in luck. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for some BuzzFeed facts? Yeah, I'm so ready. Did you know that it wasn't until 1987, 1987, that the American Academy of Pediatrics declared it unethical to operate on newborns without anesthesia. Jesus. Until surprisingly recently, the medical community felt it would be dangerous to give infants anesthesia and or believed they didn't feel pain. Wow. That's... uh, I was six. Interesting. Yeah. You were like 42. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Um... Did you know there's a spider that gives you an hours-long, very painful boner before you die from its bite? (laughs) Nope. The spider is called the Brazilian Wandering Spider, and its venom is being researched to help treat erectile dysfunction. (laughs) That's, That's interesting. Did you know... That if the sun exploded right now, you would be blissfully unaware of it for just over eight minutes. That's mm. how long it would take to mm. okay. travel. Uh, what else do we got here? Did you know your brain can play tricks on you to make you see monsters in the mirror? This never happened to me. Has it ever happened to nope, you? Nope, never. <laughs> just your wife. Um, this is called the Drexler effect. It's an optical illusion that affects how you perceive things, both visually and mentally. Hmm. Is that like, what's that game you played as a kid where you say, what do you say in the mirror three times? Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlegoise. What is that? I don't know. Uh, something Mary. Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Oh, Bloody Mary. Oh, that was... Ugh. That reminds me of that movie, Bloody Mary. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> so fucking bad. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to flip over to another article really quick. Okay. Um, I've been waiting to talk to you about this for weeks, and I know I'm probably behind the eight ball mm-hmm. on this. Mm-hmm. Everyone's probably already heard about it, and I'm the last to know. Mm. But do you know what vabbing is? Vapping? No. Vabbing? Vabbing. No. Vabbing. <laughs> Is that like, ta-da? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. All right. Close. Um, vabbing is the practice of dabbing your vaginal secretions mm-hmm. on the parts of your body where you'd normally apply perfume. mm to attract mates. <clears throat> All right. Well, before we started recording, you prefaced the segment with don't be too mean. So yes, I won't. I did. I will not. I mean, but what what do you think about the concept of that in general? You're going to make me be mean. Okay, so
Don't, ew, don't okay. No, we're not talking about any of that. Okay. No. But some other ladies. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm asking you about the concept of it. Oh, the concept? Um. So we've talked, we've read yeah. articles about pheromones. Like yeah. pheromones are a thing. Yeah. You're attracted to yeah. certain pheromones. Yeah. And part of... Well, pheromones are hormones, mm -hmm. and a lot of that is like your private mm -hmm. regions. Mm -hmm. So when you bring that into it, I yeah. guess it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, would I do it? No. <laughs> but I don't wear perfume. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't do it. But I guess there is science behind it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna um I'm gonna rub my secretions on you. Oh god. I knew <laughs> I shouldn't have done this one. <laughs> anyway. Can, uh, can grandma come now? Grandma. I guess. What's what's grandma gonna do? You just humiliated me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, after that we're gonna talk about whipped cream. Great. Even better.
Alright. In the Kabbalah. There are 20 angels emanating out of the right and left hands of God. Okay. All right. They are the <laughs> Sephiroth. Sephira is the singular of this word. And a Versephira would be one such of the unholy. Oh, I see where you're going with this. That was the Versephira. With the song, Hymns to the Scourge of Heaven. Now, you're probably going, hey, why are you playing this Texas band as a grandma's pantry that focuses on mostly local upstate New York band? Mm -hmm. Well, Wrath and Sanguine <laughs> relocated to Rochester in the late 90s. And did live here for a while. Oh, okay. And now I believe they're back in Texas. Cool. So that's why we're playing that. And that's that. Grandma, awesome. Grandma's playing some black metal. <laughs> yeah. She's very diverse. She is. Yep. So let's talk about uh, whipped cream. Oh, I thought you were joking. Whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> this article is actually out of Syracuse as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, uh, so a new law that has been passed in New York is requiring whipped cream sales you have to show your ID. You have to be 21 or older to buy whipped cream because of whip it abuse. Okay. This is ridiculous. Why are you saying okay? Well, I was okaying. Uh, I was actively listening to no. you. I wasn't. You weren't like, hey, that's a good law. Uh, uh, no. <clears throat> so, yeah. And apparently Lou Ferrigno is going to enforce this. <laughs> I swear you have the onion pulled up over there. It's not the onion. <laughs> it's not the onion. You don't believe with all the nonsense laws that this could be true? Um, I mean, are kids like getting hurt and getting brain damage from whippets? I've never done whippets or been around anyone who had like as a kid yeah that just wasn't i never did either but i mean i had so i don't know what the repercussions are from it i had friends that did it so i don't know what's more sad hmm. that obviously it's that big of a thing mm -hmm. that's that important they've made a law around it mm -hmm. or they've made a law out of it to curve the thing. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This world is weird. Yeah. I told you I read an article that a school district in Missouri was reinstating spanking. Mm-hmm. What? <clears throat> yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know, things are really going in a weird direction. Like, what if you don't believe in that at home? 
They're going like. I and feel, what is that teaching kids? Sorry. Right. <laughs> I don't mean to talk over you, it's but teaching kids violence. And yeah. <clears throat> it seems like a lot of laws are going back to like 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. Without naming specifics. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, weird times. It, it is very, very weird times. And I don't know where all this is going. I know. But I know that if I lived in Missouri and we had a kid in that school district, I would have a problem. Mm-hmm. With some teacher smacking our kid. And on that note, why don't we play some Grave Digger? Well, all right. We're going to listen to the song Hell is My Purgatory. And this is coming off of their just-released Symbol of Eternity album, which came out on August 26th on Rock of Angels Records. Then, (laughs) after that, we're going to hear the beloved Necrophagist with the song To Breathe in a Casket. And this is coming off of the 2004 reissue of Onset of Putrefaction from Willowtip Records. Nice. And then we're going to go into Valhar with the song Ad Portas Negredo. Negredo? That word means decomposition. Okay. I looked it up when I was trying to figure out how to say it, and I still messed it up. All right. Um, off of their latest release on Sentient Ruin. <laughs>
I remember going to the first Maryland Death Fest with Chris Popper. Yeah. And we were eager to see Necrophagist play live and fail miserably because there's no way they could pull this off live. Wrong. It was flawless. Really? Yeah. I remember the drummer was, we both just kind of sat there like giggling. Like, oh, I love moments like that. Yeah. Um, but the drummer was like, like perfect. And he was like smiling. And oh, like that's awesome. Not even breaking a sweat. <laughs> like just playing at the time, what was that stuff that's was pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of bands that came after that that. It doesn't seem so nuts anymore, but at yeah. the time it was kind of a standout band. Yeah. In that style. I mean, they they kind of pushed that style to... The you know next I mean? level. Yeah. It yeah. sounded like... I remember hearing it on a local radio station. That's how we first heard it. And we thought, oh, this is just done like copy and paste, like studio tricks. And yeah. Studio magic is what made this happen, but they proved you wrong. They did it. They did it live. Um, you had a fun story about Gravedigger too. Oh yeah, Gravedigger was one of when I used to ride my bike to heavy metal. Yeah, records in Webster. Um, a lot of times we've talked about this before, yeah. but a lot of times, what would drive your purchase was the artwork on the album cover <laughs> you know what i mean yeah because you didn't know you didn't know yeah a lot of times it worked out but sometimes it didn't but uh actually that's why that artwork back. is so important yeah it's true <laughs> it used to be anyway yeah um but i remember buying the uh witch hunter record by gravedigger and because of, like, to look at the art now, it's pretty, it's super cheesy, but. Well, yeah. Like, at the time, I was like, oh, man, I gotta, gotta have this. Gotta have this. But it had, I don't remember if I heard, I might have heard the song Witch Hunter on Metallic Overdrive. Maybe. And that's why I bought it. I don't know. But I remember buying, a, or borrowing a tape from someone at school. They had, I think they had the heavy metal breakdown tape. So I think that was the very first grape digger I heard was from that tape. But anyways, I'm babbling about nonsense. <laughs> um, so I happened upon a rather interesting study that I thought you would also find interesting. Okay. And I want to start by saying... <laughs> that I don't at all like, appreciate, or support doing animal testing. No. Um, especially because this particular case is quite brutal and gruesome. But the outcome, I think, is very interesting. And it says a lot about our will to live and or die. Mm. So, during a study at Harvard in 1957, Dr. Kurt Richter placed rats in a pool of water to test how long they could tread water. Does it sound familiar at all to you? Mm-mm. 
On average, they'd give up, sink and drown after 15 minutes. But right before they gave up due to exhaustion, the researchers would pluck them out, dry them off, let them rest, uh, and put them back in for a second round. So it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second try, however, how long do you think those rats lasted? So when they put them in the first time, it was 15 minutes. And then they plucked them out, dried them off, let them rest, and then put them back in. How long do you think they could tread water that second time? I'm guessing it was, unless I'm wrong, that it would be considerably longer because they thought that they were waiting for to be plucked out again. You are correct. 60 hours. Holy shit. Two and a half days. Wow. Thinking that they would be re-plucked back out again. Wow. I thought it was going to be like... 30 si- minutes 60 or something. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Holy, sh- that's crazy. Now, the study breaks my heart. Like, yeah. I can literally cry thinking about it. That's very cruel. Um, but it's very profound in how we operate mm-hmm. in our will. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure it's not just rats yeah you know what i mean that would do that right i mean we've talked a lot about um like the power of suggestion or like mm, i don't know not to get into details but um you're going exactly where i was gonna go so go ahead uh well you can go there no go What if what if this wasn't where you were gonna go? That's I, okay. I won't be specific then. All right. I'll say um, we've experienced firsthand when someone is told they're terminally ill. Yes. The second they're told this, they go downhill very fast. Yes. And it's it's absolutely a very mental. I mean, they have the same level of physical sickness. But their mind takes over and they go downhill really fast. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But if you're not quite yet terminal and you have a chance, you're more apt to fight for Mm -hmm. that chance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not to be like all weird, but you know, when my mom was diagnosed, she was diagnosed as terminal. Like, Mm -hmm. that was just boom. It wasn't like a slow progression. There was no treatment. Mm -hmm. It was just like, this is what it is. Yeah. I am still blown away at her ability to control exactly what happened to her. Mm Mm-hmm. She was headstrong and she was fine and not sick until she got all of her shit figured out. Yeah. Wills written, funeral planned, everything under control. She cleaned out her house. She, I mean, she did everything. And at the second it was done, she was sick. Yeah. And she even decided what day she was going to die on. Yep. She was a day off. A day off. Yep. Which is nothing. Yep. But like even decided that and to clue people in on her sense of humor, she wanted to die on Friday the 13th. Yep. But it was a day later. Yep. 
Yeah, she decided in her journey when she was going to start taking morphine, Mm -hmm. like ahead of time. So the power that she had to control her life, like mentally, was just, and it was just insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I found that study to be ridiculously cruel. Yeah. And I wish it never happened. Mm -hmm. But the outcome of, of it is pretty compelling mm-hmm. yeah absolutely that's all i thought yeah. you would find that kind of interesting, aside interesting. From, i know you love well we love all animals but yeah. i know you are particularly fond of rats so i didn't know how you yeah. feel about yeah hearing about the gruesome details of the study but i had some rats i know and um that you loved very much i did especially yeah, yeah. There was the first one I got. I was, uh, yes, yes. It was a great pet. Yeah. People don't think so, but. I know. When you were telling me about how smart and intuitive and loving it was, I was like, man, I kind of want a rat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't, people listening, don't get a hamster. I had a hamster. Don't get a gerbil. Don't get mice. Get a rat. Yeah. It's a much, if you're going to get a rodent, it's, that's a fine pet. Yeah. It, it really is. <laughs> I know people don't think so. But yeah. All right. All right. Well, I had a story, but I'm going to save it till oh, next sorry. time. Oh, sorry. Because I can't follow that up. Sorry. <laughs> Especially not with this story. All right. Fair. All right. Because it's, it's a ridiculous story. All right. So uh, why don't we play a couple songs? And reconvene next week. Sounds good. All right. All right. Let's listen to Diabolic Oath with the song Thrones Before Slobbering Gods off of the Ayash Rolatria album. Did the best I could. Nice. <laughs> Release September 2nd on Sentient Ruin Laboratories. Mm, then after that. We're going to listen to Metallion from Canada with the song Motor Horse. And this is coming off of the Beyond the Wall album, which is being released on October 24th, which is our meeting anniversary. Indeed. On Temple of Mystery Records. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And why don't they call dentures substitutes <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs>